Unstoppable Success Radio, Episode 10. Welcome to Unstoppable Success Radio, helping entrepreneurs, CEOs, and business owners around the world skyrocket their sales and multiply their profits. Now, here's your host, Kelly Roach. Radio. I am your host, Kelly Roach, and I am excited to be here with you today to talk about bouncing back from failure. We've all been in situations where either we have failed miserably or we feel like a complete failure. And especially if you're following your dreams, you're trying to build a business, or you're trying to grow your organization, or you're trying to get promoted and take your career to the next level. We know that as soon as you step up and raise your hand and lean in and say, yes, I am boldly claiming this as my next move in my business and my life, that obstacles arise. And many times, the process of growing and learning how to get to the next level can be incredibly painful. We all struggle failure and we all have gone through situations where we feel like we did all of the work, we laid all of the groundwork, we prepared and we you know, invested our time and our energy and the result just didn't equate to the goal that we had set out for ourselves. And you know, many times that can be incredibly discouraging. It can really set us back and we can stay stuck there for weeks or months or even years. You know, I think that one thing that I notice with my clients a lot is that, you know, people in general really beat themselves up. We're not kind to ourselves. We're not forgiving of ourselves. Um, And many times we put an incredible amount of pressure on ourselves to perform at a very high level. And sometimes we're not even equipped to generate the result or to accomplish the outcome that we're striving for. And, you know, that's what leads to our failure. And so today I wanted to share a story of a big failure that I had in my business a couple years back and, you know, want to really kind of dig into that to really share with you guys some of the things that um, I experienced and went through. And, you know, I can laugh about it now and share it now, but at the time it was very devastating for me. So, you know, I remember it was back, um, I think it was the first year that I had just started my business. So, you know, three, four years ago and, um, you know, I was going to do... I had signed up to work with a new coach and I was going to focus on using webinars to sell. And if you've been with me for a while, you're on my email list, you're in my community, you know that webinars are a huge part of my business. A lot of you guys listening, some of my clients even, um, know that that's how you found me and that's why we work together now. And so, you know, I decided that I really wanted to focus on honing in on webinars as a main income stream for my business. And I went through all of these trainings around webinars and I was working with this new coach, very, very expensive coach. Um, I had invested thousands and thousands of dollars to get started in this new program. And, um, you know, we had planned everything out. We had practice. I had done rehearsals of it. I had recorded the entire thing. The coaches had listened to it, you know, everything. And, you know, I really felt like I had planned and prepared effectively. And um, I did the webinar and I think maybe, you know, 100, 150 people had registered and, and a good number of those individuals did, you know, join live. And I remember that um, 
you know, the coaches had said to me, listen, you know, the next couple of days following this webinar, you are going to be completely bombarded. I mean, your schedule is going to be top to bottom, book solid with strategy sessions, because at the time, that's how I sold all of, you know, the, the individuals and the packages and programs of mine. And so, you know, I think many of you guys that know me um, know that I started my business while I was still working for a Fortune 500 firm. You know, I was senior vice president. I was running, you know, 17 branches, pretty high level job. And, you know, so I actually took off of work for two days following this webinar in preparation for all of the people that were going to sign up for strategy sessions and then, you know, turn into new paying clients for me. And it was a dream come true, right? So, you know, I I got on, I did the webinar, I thought it went well, great. And, you know, so following the webinar, I made my offer, did all of that and literally radio silence, radio silence. I kid you not, not even one person signed up for a strategy session with me. So we're not even talking about someone making the commitment to buy something. They literally did not even want to sign up to have a conversation with me. So as you can imagine, I was devastated. I was out thousands of dollars. Um, I just, I could not believe how much planning and preparation and hard work I had spent my vacation preparing and recording the test runs and on the phone with the coaches. I had two coaches that were partners at the time. And, you know, I I was just, I was crushed. You know, I, I just could not believe that the hard work didn't equate to the result because typically many times in life, if you do the hard work, uh, you generate the result, right? I mean, that's, that's typically how, you know, we're, we're raised to think. And many times in life, it does work that way. But in this instance, that just wasn't the case. And, you know, so that was a big failure for me. And, and I had taken two days off of work, I had, you know, invested thousands of dollars, I had given it my best, I I can absolutely say I'd given it my best. And I got zero return on investment for that not a single person even wanted to talk to me following the webinar. And, you know, I, I really had to make a decision in that moment about whether or not I was going to throw up my hands and quit and, you know, just kind of crawl into a shell and be like, wow, you know, I guess I'm, I'm not cut out for this. Or if I was going to double down and keep going and keep attempting, you know, these webinars over and over again until I made them successful. And obviously, I, I continued with that. And they're now a huge part of my business, so much so that this year, and, and depending on when you're listening to this recording, but in 2016, we're actually going to be doing a webinar just about every single week live um, as a part of the expansion plan for Kelly Roach Coaching. We have a commitment to 10 times the growth in the business this year. And, you know, so webinars are going to be a huge part of that. So obviously, it's taken me three to four years to really get to the point where I I am confident and the pitch is honed in, the list is ready, the offer is dialed in, you know, we're using the triggers the right way. We have the pre and the post planned out and, you know, everything is effective and and we really, you know, the strategy is a match for the maturity in the business. And I share all of this because, you know, with the internet now and with Facebook and with, you know, all the online marketing that everyone sees every single day, it's very easy to compare, It's very easy to compare yourself to others. It's very easy to question what you're doing versus what other people are doing. It's very easy to oversimplify how someone got to where they are and how they're achieving the level of success that they are in their business. 
And it's very important, and I talk about this with my clients and in all of my group programs all the time, and I know my clients that are listening to this are probably sick of hearing it, but I'll say it again because, you know, we have a lot of listeners, obviously, that are not in a program of mine. You know, it's very important that you do things in your business in a specific progression. When you execute a specific tactic or strategy, It has to be the right match for the stage of business that you are in. You know, are you in the foundational stage where you're just setting up your services, your programs, your offerings, getting the right VA support in place, getting bookkeeping help, getting your sales and marketing system set up, building a list, you know, getting your first, you know, portfolio of private clients? Or are you in the building stage? You know, do you have that foundation built and now you're executing strategies on top of that that are going to help you expand and and get into the multi six figures? Or are you in the scaling stage where you have the foundation, you have all the systems in place, you have a team, you have standard operating procedures, you're marketing effectively, your advertising is working, and you're looking at how you can leverage your time and scale the business even further. And I really caution you that are listening, whether you are a CEO of a corporation or whether you are a CEO of your own business or someone that's just starting out as an entrepreneur, to really be sensitive to the strategies that you are asking your team to execute or that you yourself are focused on executing and making sure that it's a match for the stage of business that you're in. You know, for me at that time, you know, my list wasn't ready. My pr- my pitch wasn't perfected. The offer wasn't dialed in. I didn't use the triggers effectively. I didn't have the status or the cre- credibility in the online world to get people to buy in that moment or at least sign up for a, a consultation, you know, and there were elements of me, my business and the coach that I was working with that all fell short. And that is why, you know, that that just didn't work at that time. Did it mean that webinars weren't the right strategy or that webinars weren't a good strategy? Absolutely not. They are a phenomenal strategy. And I share that because, again, that's something that I hear very often from people. Oh, I tried online marketing. Oh, I tried Facebook advertising. I tried Twitter. I tried LinkedIn. I tried this. I tried that. I tried hiring a VA. I tried building a team. And, you know, I hear from people a lot. I tried that. I tried that. I tried that. And that that is part of the reason why they're no longer pursuing that path as far as growing their business. And that's very dangerous. It's very dangerous because most of the time it's actually not the strategy that was ineffective, but it's you or your business's readiness. It's the way that it was executed, the time that it was executed, and the the level of effectiveness in the execution that determines whether or not that strategy or that tactic works for you. And it's very, very important that you vet the strategies that you're going to employ and that you carefully select them based on there being a proven track record of individuals over and over again succeeding with that, you know, particular way of building their business. And in most cases, most of the things that I come across individuals, CEOs, business owners and entrepreneurs that they want to execute, most of them are verified. However, what I see missing is I don't don't see them following the formula. I don't see them following an A to Z process that they execute over and over again to perfect it to the level where they're going to see consistent, predictable, sustainable results. And so, you know, there's your personal readiness, 
there's the business readiness, and then there's the sequence to which you implement these strategies and tactics. And that's why I caution people against when you see things being advertised online as the push button, you know, end all be all that's going to suddenly magically transform your business. It doesn't work that way. It is an integrated system. It is a building process. And, you know, to build a successful, profitable, rapidly growing business, there's there's going to be layer upon layer upon layer of strategies and tactics that work together to achieve those results. That is why it's important to be focused on a progression of growth strategies, not a particular tactic in order to achieve your goals. Because if you look at that tactic in a vacuum and you don't assess all the other things that are going to determine whether that tactic works for you, you can get yourself into a lot of trouble and you can get very confused with what aspect is not working and you can go down the wrong path in your business and, um, you know, in in your, your career. So something very important there. So understanding that there's a sequence and that, you know, there's strategy, you know, and sometimes the strategy outweighs the hard work, meaning sometimes no matter how hard you work, just like me in this instance with this webinar, you know, I gave 110%. I give 110% to every single thing that I do. I gave 110% in this instance and I failed. And I failed not because webinars were a bad strategy, but because myself and my business were not ready. We we did not have all of the core elements locked into place into such a way that they were going to be effective and efficient in bringing people confidently to raise their hand and say yes. And so, you know, I wanted to talk about bouncing back from failure today because one of the core things that you should focus on, you know, as an entrepreneur, as a CEO, as a business leader, or even as an employee that wants to step up and grow your income and grow your career is the speed with which you can bounce back from failure. The speed with which you can bounce back from failure in many ways determines the level of success that you will be able to achieve. Because the person that within 24 hours can get their mindset back on and can really analyze it from a business standpoint versus an emotional one can then reset the clock and begin again working on the next step to get them to the next level. Whereas many individuals can get stuck for weeks or months or even years, you know, you may think about yourself right now and ask yourself, you know, did some of the failures and disappointments that you've had along the way prevent you from continuing to focus in that area and on that thing in your business or in your life? You know, did you have a negative experience with something that you then have carried forward in everything that you've done since then that has prevented you from taking advantage of that opportunity to grow, whether personally or professionally, or to, you know, execute something really well that would help you to achieve your goals? And so I want to walk through a couple things that I think it's very critical to focus on from an analysis standpoint when you fail. So again, you know, our tendency as humans is to have an emotional reaction to failure. You know, we're disappointed in ourselves. We're upset with the outcome. We question why we're doing what we're doing and whether or not we're truly capable and competent of doing it. And We need to grow out of that. We all need to grow out of that. And we need to step into our higher selves, which says, you know, let me analyze 
how to improve. Let me analyze what I can control. And let me focus on the impact that I can make, not the failure itself. Because again, if you can do one thing this year, and that is to bounce back from failure faster and to be able to do a correct analysis of why you failed and then make the changes necessary very, very quickly, then chances are you will be able to accelerate the speed with which you achieve your goals in a way that you you didn't even previously believe was possible. And that is a muscle that you can build. It's just like going to the gym and lifting weights or getting on the treadmill and building up your endurance. You know, the more that you focus on that muscle, the more that you focus on your ability to bounce back quickly and keep moving forward and analyze things correctly, the sharper your decision making is going to become, the faster you can move and the bigger the breakthrough that you can create in your business and in your life. And so I'm going to give you six key things that I want you to focus on from an analysis standpoint that are going to help you to bounce back faster by analyzing the impact you can make versus the failure itself. So here's where you may want to take a couple notes. So number one is your execution. And again, this isn't, you know, your execution in terms of whether or not you like what you did or you're proud of the work that you did or you think that it, it is professional looking or well done. What I mean here is, you know, your execution of the elements that will make it successful. And it might be that the things that you've struggled with and the things that you failed in, you were not even aware of all of the core things that needed to be included in order to execute flawlessly, in order to execute at the level that was going to get you the result that you want. I know for me, looking back, when I was looking at webinars and when I did that first webinar that I you know, worked so hard to set up and create, I was not even aware of all of the core elements that would make me successful. You know, my business background was in traditional business to business sales. I had built millions of dollars in sales and developed hundreds of people and helped many people double and triple their income and close clients and build businesses. But I had no idea about online marketing. When I first started my business, that was the first time I ever began to learn about the online marketing world. I now consider myself an expert in that area because I've spent hundreds and hundreds of hours studying and reading and watching videos and listening to audio because I knew that I wanted to build a freedom-based business versus a traditional brick and mortar as I grew my company. And so I had to become a student of online marketing to do that. So going back to that first point, I was not even aware of all the core elements necessary to execute flawlessly to get the result that I wanted. So that was the first area that I needed to go back and impact. I needed to first learn what are all the core elements that are going to make a webinar convert at a high level and what are the things that I need to change and do better and execute on in order to make that happen. That was number one. Number two is preparation. So preparation has a lot to do with your level of confidence. You know, how many times you do something is, you know, going to impact your ability to do it with a level of certainty and a level of conviction and passion. And that's going to show through whether you're seeing someone face to face or whether you're interacting over the phone or whether you're listening to an audio or watching a webinar or reading someone's copy, how they feel absolutely comes through. 
And so preparation has a huge amount to do with the level of success that you're seeing. And, you know, I kind of tie in with preparation, um, you know, the number of hours that you have prepared and the, the amount of practice that you have done before that big moment to make sure that you execute not only flawlessly from a, you know, strategy standpoint, but that your level of certainty, conviction, passion, and confidence are at such a level that people believe it. You know, they believe it and they own it and they they want it. And they're so inspired by you that that inspiration carries over to them and they can't make any other choice than to take action. Effectiveness of the delivery. So this is going to combine one and two. The effectiveness of the delivery takes, do you have the right strategic and tactical pieces in place? Do you have the preparation and the the confidence and the, the level of comfort with the execution that you bring those two things together and the delivery flows, it's smooth, it's conversational, whatever it is, you're comfortable, you have it, it's not awkward, the pieces are, are connecting, the dots all align. And I think that you can think about whatever it is that you've struggled with and you can probably, if you're really honest with yourself, say no, the dots weren't all connected. The pieces didn't all fit together. I didn't have all the answers. I didn't understand everything that I needed to have come together perfectly in alignment in order to make this work. The third one is the pre and post actions. So this is a big, big thing, especially if you're building an online business. You know, many times people think that the event itself, whether it's um, something that you are selling or a sales conversation or a pitch to an investor or, you know, the webinar is in my example or the interview, whatever it is, many times people think that the event itself is the make or break. When in many times it's the thing that you do before and after that event that actually are going to determine whether or not the effectiveness of your delivery comes full circle to bring that result that you want. The fifth one is follow the formula proven to succeed. So I want everybody to highlight that, star that. I'm going to say that one more time. Follow the formula proven to succeed. Too many times I see entrepreneurs and small business owners that are trying to reinvent the wheel. I see this also it, with my corporate clients, with their their sales managers and, and even their producers in the field. You know, they don't want to follow that set formula. And when the management doesn't follow the set formula for accountability and structure and having the right systems in place, and they're just kind of winging it, or they're making up their own way of doing it, they may or may not succeed, but they certainly are not going to see the consistent results that they want to. And for most things out there, there is a formula. That's why every time that in my business that we go to execute a new strategy or a new process or a new tactic to grow the business, I enroll whatever team member is going to lead the charge in that area. I put them in the best paid training program available on the market in that specific area. I will research and research and research and find the absolute leader in that field and I will pay to put my team member in that program because it is that important to learn from the best person in that particular field and it is so incredibly important. I mean, I cannot emphasize enough the importance of having systems, of having a set roadmap 
A to Z for exactly what you expect your team members to do and exactly what you are going to do to get from where you are to where you want to be. And the best part about it is that you don't need to come up with that formula. You just need to execute it. So first you need to learn what the core elements to execute are. You need to prepare You need to practice. You need to get it to the point where you can execute flawlessly. You need to do the pre and the post actions that are going to bring it full circle and make it successful. And you need to make sure that you follow A to Z, the formula for success. And that's why I talk about when I say with my programs, it's a formula that I bring people through. It's a step-by-step process to build your business. If you try to put a tactic in your business when you are at level one of building your foundation that's only a match for someone that's in the scaling phase of their business, do you think you're going to skip over all of the energy and the effort and the time and the expense and the and the building that happens to get to that next level? No. What you're going to do is you're going to execute a strategy and you're going to be disappointed with the result because you and your business most likely are not ready for it. That is why it is so critical to follow a step-by-step process to build your business. And you can break that down into each and every tactic that you execute within your business. So, you know, no one is ever at the level where they don't need outside help, outside support, outside guidance in order to take their business or get their results to the next level. Because as an individual in a vacuum, you will always miss things. In a vacuum, there's always an angle that you're not seeing. There's always an aspect of what you're doing that you could easily miss that could prevent you from getting the result that you want. And so I think the most important step in, you know, this this six-step process that I'm giving you, I think the most important step is follow the formula proven to succeed. I cannot emphasize that enough. And when you follow the formula proven to succeed, it will be much easier for you to identify why you failed, whether you're looking at um, a team that you're trying to build and grow and improve the results of, whether you're looking at a specific strategy that you're trying to implement, whether you're looking at a new program that you're rolling out in your business, whether you're working on the hiring and training and onboarding of an employee. When you have a set system that you're following that lays out every single step in that process, it's going to be much easier for you to go back and analyze where it broke down and why it broke down if you have a step-by-step process that you're following and something that you can measure it back to. Again, this removes that. You can take that monkey off your back. There's nothing to feel bad about. There's nothing to get emotional about. There's nothing to, you know, cause you to question what you're doing or whether you're, you're capable or qualified to do it. None of that. There's no place for that as you build your business. But what there is a a space for and what is so important is that you are constantly analyzing your effectiveness in following the formula and whether or not these six things are in place. And then the final step is, did you include all of the key elements necessary? Now, this is a big one because I see this with entrepreneurs and small business owners all the time. You guys have all heard the phrase entrepreneurial ADD, and it's absolutely true. It's like you're not even finished executing that thing that you said you wanted so bad 
bad that you worked so hard to get in place and get up and running and you aren't even executing all the elements of that yet and you're already, your mind is a million miles an hour, a million places away, already focused on the next five or seven things that you want to implement. And I even catch myself doing this in the business and I have to have weeks where I pull my team back and I say like, whoa, let's go all the way back to the beginning and let's analyze our process around this A to Z. And let's determine, let's do an audit and let's see how we're doing with each of those steps in that process. And let's see where we need to tighten up, where we need to improve, what we need to do better. Are there additional steps we need to add into that process? Because sometimes we're all running so hard and so fast in so many different directions that we can miss just one or two key elements and it can undermine the entire thing that you're doing. And I think a good example is like with entrepreneurs, for example, you know, many of them are working really, really hard to pump out tons of content for their business, tons. And, you know, this can be very time consuming. And I see entrepreneurs struggling with this all the time where, you know, they're emailing their list, they're posting on their blog, they're, you know, getting tons of stuff off on social media. They're creating all of this content all day, every day, but no one's listening to it. No one's seeing it. No one's hearing it. No one's reading it. They're doing all of this for no one. And so they're putting in hours and hours of work. They're executing 20 or 30 different things every single week that are taking their time and and essentially stealing their, their money. And they're missing connecting the dots that, number one, every time you create a piece of content, it needs to be repurposed, you know, eight or 10 or more times, which means you have to have a set process and a set system that your team follows to repurpose your content each and every time that you create something new. So that's one thing. On the other side of things, you know, when you have this this content that you're creating, if you're sending this out to an audience of 100 people and you have even a 20% open rate, you can't build and scale an effective business that way. And so many people um, don't understand that building a business does cost money. You do need to be able to make an investment either in your time or your money, which, you know, many times the time is actually, you know, the more expensive of the two than, than actually the money, you know, you have to invest your money in advertising and in list building and in doing publicity and, and running effective ads that convert and getting people on your list and then nurturing them with that amazing content and making all of these awesome offers and presenting them with all these different events to engage them. But without that, you know, you're doing all of this for naught. And so this is what I mean when I say analyzing how to improve and what you can control versus the failure itself. So there there are some questions that I want to give you that you can ask yourself. Um, And we're just getting ready to wrap up here because we're almost at the 30 minute mark. So stick with me for about two more minutes here and we are going to be wrapping up with this session. These are the key questions that I want you to focus on um, and and really look at when when you have a failure in your business or in your life. And number one is, you know, do you have clarity around what you want and why you want it? You know, does this thing that you're chasing really make sense? And is it the right strategy? Is it the right next step for you, your business, your life, et cetera? 
And as long as all of that is in alignment, then great, keep moving forward. But it may be that the reason why you're not seeing success with that particular thing that you're pursuing or chasing or pushing so hard for is that it may not be the right thing for you right now. So just keep that in mind. The second question is, where are you in the cycle? So we talked a little bit about this already in, uh, you know, the, the course of this episode today, but knowing where you are in the cycle and really making sure that the strategy or the tactic that you're trying to execute is a match for the business maturity and your competency as the CEO or business owner. The third one is, have you had someone review your work? So have you had someone that's getting the results that you want to get in that area, review what you're doing, give you feedback, and be truly critical of what you're doing to help you identify what elements of what you're doing is not working? And this is not a friend. This is not a colleague. This is someone that most likely you will pay to review what you are doing, to give you feedback and to help you get it to the level that you're actually going to see results. Because most of the time, anyone that is a friend or someone that's in your inner circle already has some type of filter on their thought process or their opinion. And you don't need any of that. What you need is an analysis of the effectiveness of what you're doing from someone that's already doing it that can help you identify where the pitfalls are and what things you need to correct in order to move forward. The fourth one is, is there clear improvement being demonstrated? So are you working on execution over and over again? We know it takes 10,000 hours to master something. Are you doing that? And is there clear improvement? Have the results improved? Are you getting better? Is it moving forward? If yes, you're on the right track, keep doing what you're doing. If no, then you might need to do some deeper digging to understand why. And I think I covered a lot in here already today that's going to tell you how you can go about doing that. And then the last question is, has enough time lapsed and practice taken place to master this skill set. So again, you know, before you beat yourself up, you know, remember it, there is a process and there is an evolution of your skill set and your development and your perfection of what you're executing that gets you to the level where you get those results that you're looking for. So, so you have to ask yourself, has enough time lapsed and enough practice taken place to master this concept, this skill, this strategy, this tactic that you're working on? And finally, just to wrap things up for today, you know, make sure that you're doing the right thing for the right reason. Um, I think I've shared many times, you know, with with my audience, whether it's via email or with my clients and my programs, you know, doing the right thing for the right reason. You know, your journey is your journey alone. Don't do anything because you feel like you have to or you must or because that's what everybody else is doing. Try and find a journey that, you know, sits right with you in your gut where you're in inside is in alignment with your outside and you feel totally calm and comfortable and like you are in your own skin and that you're pursuing the journey that's unique to you. You know, make sure that you understand that there may be a bigger reason why something's not happening in your life. And it may not be something that you totally understand until a later time. I think we've all had that experience in our lives, but I think it's so important to stay grounded and and remember that. And, you know, finally, ask for help. You know, trust in God, the universe, whatever you call it, to help you along the way. 
And remember that for everything and anything that you're trying to achieve, chances are there's someone that was in your shoes exactly where you are today that struggled with that very thing that went on to become the best of the best at doing it. Seek out that person, get help. You know, there are people out there that spend their entire lives helping people to accomplish that very thing that you're struggling with. So there's always a way to get to the next level. I believe in you. I hope you believe in yourself as well. And I hope today's episode was helpful for you in gaining clarity around how you can build your muscle to bounce back from failure faster so that you can achieve your goals and dreams. I want to thank everyone for being with me for this episode of Unstoppable Success Radio. And if you enjoyed the show today, I would be so grateful if you share this podcast with someone you think can benefit from the powerful content we share. And if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you're interested in receiving an invitation to the webinars and trainings I will be hosting this year on how to raise your rates, close more clients, scale your business, hire, train, and develop your dream team, and so much more, simply text the word IGNITE to 44222. Again, text the word IGNITE to 44222 and you'll be notified of everything we have coming up. Thank you so much, everyone. And until next time, I want to remind you to dream big, take action, and don't stop until you make it happen. Thank you for joining this episode of Unstoppable Success Radio. To get exclusive access to Kelly's free video and audio trainings to explode your business growth, simply visit kellyroachcoaching.com and join her email community for resources she only shares there. If you love today's episode of Unstoppable Success Radio, pass it along to a friend, colleague, or client that may benefit from the content. Until next time, dream big, take action, and don't stop until you make it happen.